We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And the Warriors, for the first time in the Steve Kerr era, are down 0-2 to begin a playoff series. There's a lot of ways we can go about this. Um, I feel like you just start with your 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 emotions off the top. Yeah. Kind of your first thought, and then we get into the, we'll get into the minutia in a few minutes. But let's get it out there before. Yeah, I, for the first time, I'm a little confused. I've seen the Warriors get run over by OKC. I've seen the Warriors get, you know, kind of slowed down and beaten up by the LeBron Cavs. I've seen them fall apart injury-wise to the Toronto Raptors. I have seen them really, I feel like, lose every type of way. Seen them lose to the Spurs when they were young. Sam, I don't think I've ever seen this. (laughs) They are... They are getting outran. They're getting outplayed in crunch time. They're getting outcomposured by a team that's playing their first time in the postseason. Um, and I don't think the Sacramento Kings are a better team than the Warriors, but they are up 2-0 in the series. They are the better team right now. And that's how I feel about it. It is very confusing to me, but right now it is unequivocally true that the Sacramento Kings are better than the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I mean, I'm watching it and I've, I've basically said since midseason, I'm not going to delve into the roster stuff. We spend enough time doing that. Um, and quite frankly, we might have a lot of offseason time to do that based on the pace everything's going. But it's just hard for me to watch them with six players. They look gassed. Um, they look old. They look tired. Uh, they just don't look like the Warriors. They, they show signs. Of looking at the Warriors, there are multiple stretches in this game where I'm like, here comes the run. They're locking in defensively. They're getting some stops. They're getting a transition. And then a myriad of things don't go their way. They don't hit a shot. Um, they commit a silly turnover, a silly foul. Um, yep. And the run never comes, at least not in a meaningful way, not in a way that Sacramento can't match yep. the entire way through. And so like you... Um, you know, macro looking at the big picture, am I surprised that they are being outworked and just kind of look older and can't win road games? 
No, but in the micro where I think about the fact that they're four-time champions, um, I've seen them, <laughs> I've seen them come back and beat a lot better teams in this Kings team. It's yep. still a little shocking to not see them be able to turn yep. it on because yep. they had a chance in both those games. And honestly, this is why I was so mad at game one. I, game one was the one they should have stolen. Uh, maybe tonight was the one they should and have stolen. And the same with tonight. Had, I'm going to be honest. Same with tonight. They didn't get run over tonight. They probably no. should have won that game tonight too. You can make an argument. Yeah. I mean, and and the margins are tight. And I have frustrations for everything because they should absolutely be heading back to chase 1-1. And instead, um, you know, they played six men for, what, three quarters, basically? I mean, Jordan Poole, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's- uh, Dante, not particularly better, although he's like a lower level investment. So, you know, you don't hold them to the same standards, so to say. It really was just a six-man rotation. The Warriors look old. You said it, dude. The Warriors look old and tired. The guys that are not old and not tired can't play. And these Warriors are looking like they don't have enough bodies. The guys that are good enough are good enough for five minutes at a time. The Mm -hmm. guys that aren't good enough are absolutely unplayable and shouldn't be near the court. And right now, those two chasms are causing this team to... Like, they're not getting blown out. In the middle of the third quarter, my buddy texted me and said, is this not the most, is this not the biggest, it feels like they're dominating the Warriors, but it's a 10 point game, right? In the Mm -hmm. middle of that third quarter, felt like the Kings were were beating them down and they were up by 10. And that's how it feels. Another point you made that I want to press on is this isn't even close to the best team that the Warriors have ever played. They're like, what, Sam, maybe mid-tier? of teams that the Warriors have they're, ever played. They're an exciting young team. <laughs> and I actually think that they have a chance to, to make some noise in the next couple of years, perhaps, but like, yeah, it's the uh, Warriors are getting beat down right now by a team that they should be winning against that. They always would have won against, but they're just too old, too tired. And the young guys aren't good enough. That that's my thought that two across two games. Now you can argue that if they had started at home, they'd probably win one or maybe both. Right. And so they play way better. Yeah. Right, like you can make that argument, but again, you spend all regular season digging around. That's what you get. <laughs> Two road games and you lose both. Yeah. Uh, chat saying they're better than the 2019 Rockets. No, they're not. No, Relax. They, that team had. A they MVP. might end up being better than them in a year or two, but they are not right now. The Kings won four more games than the Warriors for as fun and exciting and how you know realistically things do look like they're turning there. Like I think they're going to be a 50 plus one team next year. I think they're, they look like a team who's going to build upon this to me, you know, like character, that sort of stuff. Let's, let's see them actually win 65 games and push the word, the peak, you know, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry Warriors to seven games before we put them in that conversation. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now to the uh, to little stuff. So we have to start with the most obvious inflection point of the game. Yeah. The Draymond ejection. Warriors were down four at that point, and Run. the momentum felt like it was going their way. You know, honestly, they had a shot after he went down, but honestly, you know, it, anyway, give me your thoughts. Did you think he should have been ejected? If his name was Kavon Looney, he doesn't get ejected. If his name was Kavon Looney, he wouldn't have stomped Sabonis, yeah, uh, which is the story of Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. You can say that Draymond Green shouldn't have stomped him, but Draymond Green isn't Draymond Green if he didn't have stomp- if he didn't stomp him. Um, all this stuff is kind of like a circle jerk, right? It, it's mm-hmm. just, it is what it is. Draymond was going to stop him. Nobody was surprised that Draymond did that. Sabonis grabbed his foot. Sabonis, what are you doing? That's a dirty play. Draymond, you shouldn't have kicked him. I guess, it sh- is it letter of the law should have been flagrant too? What I found most interesting, Sam, and again, I, I think that the Warriors lost because he was out. I think the Warriors win this game if Draymond played. But if, 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 whatever. Didn't happen. We're not talking hypotheticals. I do find it fascinating that I saw a lot of players on Twitter come to Draymond Vest and say, dude, if you're getting your foot grabbed, what are we doing here? You should not be able to do that. It should be either a double flagrant, double tech, and keep it moving. He shouldn't get kicked out of the game if he's the guy that didn't start it, right? So I thought that was fascinating. You don't often see other players come to Draymond's defense. He's got a bit of a reputation. Um, but that is what the Warriors well, are. Sabonis, Sabonis has a reputation among other players too. Does that's he? all. That's all. That. that's all that tells me. Okay. That he's okay. he's the guy who throws an extra elbow and 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 does some stuff that makes other players a little more uncomfortable. Um, uh, friend of the show, Dalton Johnson, lets us know Draymond will come to the podium later tonight. If we're if we're still streaming, we'll, we'll bring that up. Oh yeah. I kind of already know what he's gonna say, yep. but anyway. Um, I, I, I don't really know how else you could call this. Yes. Sabonis is a dick for grabbing his foot and being dirty, but ultimately, you know, if someone pushes you and you punch back, you're going to get ejected, right? Like it's that simple. You know, they, they may get a, they may get a tech in the process, but it is what it is, you know? So I don't see any way in which you can't eject him there. Uh, as frustrating as it is, as much as I understand frustrations, it's a bonus. It's is what it is. Um, I, you know, it is what it is. What is it? That's what the Warriors are. That's what Draymond is. Like that stuff doesn't surprise me. I wish the Warriors had played with that much heart earlier in the game. How about that? 
How about Draymond show that type of aggression and initiation earlier in the game? And they started the game with a turnover. And again, we'll get to that stuff. But they played the end of that third quarter into the fourth quarter with a type of force that said, hey, we're on our heels. We need to win this game. Why didn't you do that earlier? But maybe that's just because they're old and tired. They're old and slow, like you said. Maybe that's just who they are. Steph was exhausted by the time the game ended. Sometimes just how it is, man. Can they play Draymond and Looney together? Um, obviously, they start the two of them because they're two of their five best players. It just feels to me like Mike Brown knows the Warriors personnel so well, not guarding either of them, and just using it as an opportunity to trap the hell out of Steph, Clay, uh, Wiggins, get aggressive on them. Uh, the Warriors had more success when they went to the uh, the GP2. I don't really know what you call it. It's like kind of small ball lineup. But it's, like, it's like Wiggins, GP2, Steph, and Clay, right? That's probably their best lineup with Draymond or Looney at the five, right? Um, yep. I You said it on the last thing. Like, you'll know that they're panicked when they go to Draymond at the five to start. Um. Maybe they need to go to that to start game three. Honestly, they had more success with those lines. That's clearly been their best lineup this series. I, I <laughs> Dude, there's no. What else are they going to do? Mm-hmm. You're down 0-2 for the first time ever. You're at home. You can ride the wave that those role players are going to play better. You got to start Draymond at the five. The question becomes, who do you start next to? Draymond and I... <sighs> Can you rebound if you start GP2? He's the guy that you have to play to guard De'Aaron Fox right off the bat. I would. I'd probably just start GP2 and let it ride. Or you got to start. I mean, Moses Moody played well, right? They rebounded rebounded pretty well tonight. I mean, the total is 41 to 41. Honestly, I'll take a 50-50 rebound situation. They just can't. They can't. They can't get beat by 10 rebounds. You know, that's the sort of thing. Um, And they played the Wiggins GP2. Clay, Steph, and then, you know, insert a center, Draymond. Or that's that's the lineup to start the fourth, and that's when they came back. That's the lineup. I mean, it held its the, own. It held its own on the glass because uh, Wiggins did way better rebounding tonight. He only had five, but he felt a lot more active on the glass. He also tipped a few out, which is like you can, you can feel, you can see activity, right? Like, what well, if you're a small team, you have to just make sure the ball gets to your guy. You have to you have to tip it around, do that sort of thing. Um, I thought he I thought he played a little better that way, and I think I think they can do it because ultimately the the Kings are going to go with Harrison Barnes at the four. So it's really just like Wiggins. You can't Harrison Barnes can't destroy you on the glass. That's like what it comes down to, right? Yeah. Um, can we close out the the Draymond Sabonis thing really quickly? So Draymond. Uh, so Woj tweets out that Sabonis is getting X-rays on his lungs and ribs. Oh no! Um, I'm sure he he broke his he broke his chest there at the end. So we'll see if Demata Sabonis is okay. Draymond Green comes to the to the co- press conference and says, and I quote from Marcus Thompson in front of the show: "My leg got grabbed second time in two nights. My leg has to land somewhere." Per Draymond Green, also said that he was told he was kicked out because he stomped too hard. Uh, so there you go. Sam, just the beginning of what I'm sure is going to be very great coverage on the Warriors in the next two and a half days. Yeah, I think he um, and I got video of it, so I'll pull that up so we can listen to the audio. But um, yeah, the slow-mo replay makes it look like he maliciously stomped hard. It looks insane. 
if he just tried to press off and run and slips like yep. literally his foot's there, he well, it's Draymond, so he might get the reputation. But it's a little, it's a little more. The fact that he stomped, it just that stuff looks bad in slow mo, and um, you kind of have to, right? Like it's one of those things where it's like I, I, I don't see the point in arguing it because it's a pretty like it's kind of how it goes. It's, so here it's, we, it's we got cut and dry. Okay, here we go. My leg got grabbed second time in two nights. Referees just watch it. I got to land my foot somewhere. And I'm not the most flexible person, so that's not stretching that far. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much exactly the quote you read. <laughs> um, you know, Draymond getting ejected. Yeah, they had a chance to win from there, but, it, you know, Praying for Steph and Clay to just go off at that point. Yeah. And Clay kind of started going off for a minute there. So they had a shot. But anyway, I think that my big take that I want to talk to you about is they're down to six guys and we're in game two of round one. They need to find a way to get other players to contribute in this series. And I don't know where it's coming from because through two games, Jordan Poole, I mean, if you wanted him traded, you might have to attach a pick to him if he's going to play like this. All right. Uh, you know you know what I'm talking about? Like it's, right. he I know he's battling an ankle thing but atrocious, unplayable. Um I saw 16 minutes. I was like, I don't know how Steve was able to get 16 minutes out of him because every did time he was out didn't even play in the second half basically. Uh, th- 3 to 4 minutes basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like it's spell Steph for a second there. Dante not a good Dante game. Um, Kuminga, you know, he got four minutes in the first quarter, didn't rebound. Sorry, second quarter, first half. Uh, looked completely lost and didn't go get back in the game. Moses Moody was the lone bright spot mm-hmm. outside of the court, the six players we're talking about. Um, he had five rebounds, uh, made a bunch of energy plays, which is really what they need from role players. Um, also turnover also didn't hit threes and didn't do other stuff, but at least he, at least he provided something, which is like, that's how low the bar is right now. They're getting nothing. You you got like the standard starting lineup and GP two and absolutely nothing after that. And that's the biggest problem for me. Uh, Let me tell you something, man, because I don't think this would be true in another series. I think if they play Memphis, they'd get seven, eight guys on the court. I think you'd be fine. Um, I think if they played the Lakers, same thing. You could throw Kaminga out there. Tell you something, man. Mike Brown is cooking the Warriors. He is cook deep frying them. He's pan frying them. He's got he's got him in the air fryer. Let the wrong coach go. Yeah. He's got hot water he's doing a little ramen. You know, he's got a little hot water. He's got some noodles in the cup. He's just throwing that shit in there. He's just putting some veggies, cracking an egg on top. He is destroying the Warriors. He's got Jordan Poole looking like he's a rookie. Worst player in the NBA. He's got Jonathan Kaminga clueless out there. Uh, he knows everything the Warriors want to do. Steph Curry, Draymond Green pick and roll, easy. Do you see that pick six at the end of the first half? Every time Looney gets the ball on a four-on-three, Sabonis is sitting back in the paint and going, shoot it. Shoot it. Take the five-footer. You won't take the five-footer. And they don't take the five-footer. Same thing with Draymond, right? Andrew Wiggins, last game. You're not going to cut. Go ahead and shoot the three. You're rusty. You can't shoot. Klay Thompson, if you just force him into bad shots, he'll keep taking bad shots. 
Mike Brown is destroying Steve Kerr, man. And I think that's that I think is the uh, reason why the Warriors have six playable guys. I mean, Steve Kerr is getting outcoached to hell. There is no, his offense right now is pathetic. There's nothing he can do outside of, hey, Steph, just run a pick and roll. And guess what? That works. But you know what? He didn't run that until the last 16 minutes of the game in the second game. And you can argue that's why the Warriors are down. 37 minutes. And so 37 minutes in the first game, you could argue that's why they lost. So I, I thought just a special job. I, I want to give some credit to the Kings. I, I think Sam is my point. Because those guys are outplaying the Warriors. They, they deserve to be. They're, the absolutely, they're absolutely outplaying the Warriors. Uh, Amar, Amar in the chat says the issue is the players. I want to talk about that a little bit. Issues everyone. Yes, on on aggregate, everyone's got a little yes, bit to yes, carry right yes. now. Go ahead. Yeah, um, but I think he's talking about roster construction issues, and yeah, yeah, that's that's an absolute contributing factor right now. Not having a big man, not named Looney or Draymond, probably an issue for this team. They're thin on the wings. They have, I don't know, four guys they trust max to play those positions. Clay. GP2, Wiggins, and Draymond kind of kind of playing a wing half the time. I don't think I don't know. I don't know what to make of Kuminga. Do we blame the coaching staff for his lack of development or it's just kind of how it goes? You know? I don't know what to make of Jordan Poole at this stage. He's been just frenetic in a spaz all season. Feels like a regression all year. He's had spells that he's been good. And on aggregate, he's been useful for the team, but the expectations have risen with the contract and he has not met them to date. Um, and yeah, just going young across the board, like it would be nice to have a JTA to throw in there today. It would have been nice to have a Damian Lee. Obviously it would have been nice to have an auto Porter, but, um, you know, that was kind of a one-time thing, but like you could have found other veterans to throw on the bench because right now it's just Jamichael green who let's be real. Like, okay. Yeah. Not getting it done. Yeah. And that's kind of where we're at the roster. So Comments mention one name from Sean Cotrain, Iguodala chilling. I miss mm-hmm. Andre. I miss Andre. That's the guy. But he me. hasn't played all year either. I know. I know. I know. Too. I know. He broke his wrist because he fell down on the ground. Like, I don't even know how he broke his wrist. But I'm just saying, like, that's a guy. If he can <laughs> DNP <do> old. <laughs> Dude, the Warriors are L old right now. Yeah. Watch them on the court. L old. Just, they just look. I can't say that they're washed because they're not getting beat by 20. But damn, they're old. <laughs> like this is this is a they team. They look that... old. They look weak. They look like they, they they don't have. You know, the funny thing is the two timeline plan always sounded good on paper because the idea at its most basic level is we're going to supplement the championship core with young players. We're going to build up around them. The problem has always been the execution, you know. Who are the young players who contribute around this team? Andrew Wiggins, 28, you know? But, like, when they got him, he was 25, you know? Yeah. Anthony Lamb was a winning player. Wiggins wasn't a winning player when he got here at 25. Definitely not. Anthony Lamb, 24, 25. Now, we can argue about his upside, but, you know, my point is you're not surrounding – surround them with dudes who are not 19 years old who need to figure out how to play basketball. You know, like the whole idea of like, we want to supplement them with young players who are going to build up. Okay. They, they, 
they can't be 15 years apart in age. You know what I'm saying? Like supplement them with 23-year-olds who are on the cusp of figuring it out. I look at the Sacramento Kings and, you know, their young player, Davion Mitchell is, God, he's fun. Is he 22 or 23? Oh, he's 24. Even, he's even old. older remember, than I Remember thought. he got drafted super old. Remember that was his thing. Yeah, 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 pretty sure. Herder, 25, you know, Darren Fox. Like they, they you got to get players who are, Beyond the initial like deer in headlights phase. That's like really what it comes down to, right? Uh, and they didn't. And you could blame the development and and uh Steve Kerr on that. And sure, he deserves a fair amount of criticism because he's not the greatest development coach uh in the league. But also, like again, we come back to this. Patrick Baldwin, I actually really like him. I think he's gonna be a really good player. You're not throwing him out in the series because it's unfair to throw him out in the series, right? Like so, and and that's we get back to the same old circle conversation. Right? Sam, break, breaking news: the Golden State Warriors will have the 19th overall pick in this year's NBA draft. They yeah, will right. have the chance to select another 18-year-old basketball player if they so chose. They can. They could get a you know maybe a three-year college guy, a guy who's ready to hit the ground running. Ooh, I know you're. Or, thinking. or they can get Ryan Rupert, the toolsy prospect from New Zealand who could be the next Mikel Bridges in five to six years. I think I know which way Joey's going. (laughs) Oh, man. I I, I know I was messing around there. To get back to your point on roster construction, the second timeline, uh, Kevon Looney and Draymond Green in foul trouble early and often today. Um, The guys that they could have used the roster spot on, the three guys that they could have used the four guys that they could have used the roster spot on in order to get a cheap big man. Ryan Rollins, Jermichael Green, Anthony Lamb, Andre Godala. Four wasted roster spots all sitting there tonight uh, doing nothing. Uh, they could have just had a random veteran big or they could have traded for a big um, or something like that in order to give them 10 minutes tonight, right? Just sure. to keep Alex Len off the glass, to to hit Sabonis a few times, just hit him in the jaw a few times, stomp him in the chest a few times, give him some good minutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Be, be, uh, care- be careful. He's already, he's already going to the hospital. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> in the hospital. Yeah, he might not be able to play the rest of the series. So um, just... I never thought that the Warriors needed a big in, to- in order to win a series, but I always thought they needed a big in order to get them through the regular season. Um, I think, you know, you texted me this in the middle of the game. The Warriors are old and tired. They're tired because they're old. They're also tired because, man, they played balls to the wall the last month of the regular season to get here. And you're kind of seeing at times now that they're just old. I'm, I'm going to ask you a quick question here. Who led the Warriors in minutes this season? This one, Jordan Poole? Correct. Who's number two? Jamon Green? Correct. Yeah. Who's number three? Kevon Looney? Number four. You're very good. Uh, Clay, 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 Clay. Yeah. Should Draymond and Clay be playing the second and third most minutes and essentially um, outside of Looney and, and, uh, and Poole, who are all 82 players, and you know they do deserve credit for that. Um, the most durable players on the roster? No. <laughs> this is what Moses Moody and Jonathan Kaminga is for. And they or, just... or those roster spots, yeah. So, or, I mean, or right, can... yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it comes back to... And, you know, got to throw the Wiggins thing into this, too. 
They spent the entire second half of the season playing a seven or eight man rotation, playing small the whole way, um, missing their best wing the whole way too. So, uh, you know, there's going to be some people who think I'm probably too soft on Draymond and Clay, but I'm just trying to be a realist about it. Like those guys, they're 33 years old. They, you have to be able to supplement them a little more. And I'm not asking for a lot. I'm asking for, uh, you know, throw Damian Lee in there, throw, uh, throw an auto Porter, that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, let, let's read this quote, you know, so we can we can kind of keep it moving here. From mm-hmm. from Awesome, by the way, who's been a light years goon all season long. By the way, can we shout out the light years? Uh ever since we started this this YouTube channel, it's been been a bunch of bunch of goons that that love mm-hmm. subscribing and, and love listening. Appreciate y'all. So shout out to Moses, been screwed all year, came in, did his job. Funny given Tony was the guy Kurt trusted all year. What can I say? What a year. <laughs> what can I yeah. say? What a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is Moses Moody going to play over under 15 uh, minutes in the in game three on Thursday night? I don't know about 15, but I do think he's going to play. Um, how much did he play tonight? He played eight minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 15 a little, but high. he didn't get in there until the middle of the third. Okay. So it's not, it's not like Steve, like if Steve gave him a first, a second half run, he gets 15 minutes tonight. Um, that that might be what happens. Like, do you think do you think Kerr's giving Kuminga a run in no, game three? No. In theory, actually, home game. Yeah, give him another shot. But I mean, he he looked way out of his element the last two games, right? Yeah. Um. I think I think Moody plays his fifteen. I think Moody. I think Kuminga gets a little bit. By the way, Steph played forty one tonight. Um. What if what if he had played forty one on? On uh, yeah, I keep going. I keep I keep going back to that. What if what if Wiggins hits any of those shots? You know, what if what if they take game one with a little more urgency and don't have the feel out process that is quite frankly just arrogant as hell. You're not you're not that team, dude. You're not good enough to feel it out. You should have you should have gone for it right there and just been like game two, short rest, punt. You know, I, I do think that the lesson to be learned is that they can't be arrogant. They don't know that, though. Right. Mm-hmm. I think part of what, you know, to Clay's quote uh, in the pregame yesterday was that I'm going to keep taking those shots. By the way, Clay hit a couple big ones in the fourth quarter again tonight. Just couldn't get open enough to, to get any of those other ones to fall. But they've been winning the way that they've been playing their whole lives, man. They turned the ball over, what, 14 times in the first half. I was joking on Twitter that the more I see them turn the ball over, the more I think they're going to win this game because that's how they've always been. They've always turned the ball over. They've never not turned the ball over. So I do think when you talk about Saturday night and kind of urgency, they've never been that team that is super urgent in the beginning of the series. And now for the first time ever, 10 years into their run, I think we're seeing it bite them in the ass. They're down 0-2. They're down 0-2. And Draymond says that it's a new challenge. He said he's excited. I love that. I guess <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. I still have confidence that they're going to come back and make this a series, but it's going seven. That's their best case is seven right now. I'm sorry. Uh, all right, Hypeflix in the chat goes. This series 
uh, over if Poole only scores four points a game. Yeah, Jordan Poole has to play better. That is a major key to this team going forward. Um, yeah, shocker. Uh, you know, what's the hope here? He gets in front of the chase crowd. Uh, he finds his shot a little bit. He starts having an instant impact, and then hopefully it carries over to Sacramento. Yeah, I mean, not that far. It, yeah. <laughs> well, I know you say that jokingly, but um, they're home. Ga- they're home game players. I mean, you could honestly even say that Clay Thompson, even at this point, is con- he's gonna get home cooking on yeah. Thursday night. Like it, it feels like the Warriors are going to get some home, home cooking here. Where again, they've shot terribly across two games. They've shot thirty two percent from three. That goes for both Steph and and Clay and, and Jordan Poole and. You know, as great as I think Mike Brown is coaching, these guys are still great shooters. You right. still got to hit shots. So uh, I think the, you know, I mean, they have no choice but to be better. It's not like the, the thing is, like, they're, they're not losing these games by 20 points. Each one of these games. No, that's, the, that's it's far more frustrating because they could easily be up 2-0. Yeah. All right. We got some questions before we get to the goons voicemails because I think we got freaking 80 of them. Um, I'm counting over a hundred, but we're not playing them all. Sorry, guys. Um, so if we don't play you, send us an angry tweet. Um, Diego says Clay and Draymond are still expecting max contracts. Uh, you know, don't, <laughs> don't take everything Woj says is gospel. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Clay Thompson expecting max contract. You know what I'm expecting? I'm expecting Gal Gadot to show up. You know what I mean? On my doorstep. It's my girl. <laughs> you like that one? Just out of nowhere. I saw her. I saw her pop up. That's that's a combo for you and Reese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything? You know, let's just get to the voicemails. Yeah, I have, get, I have other go. thoughts on the game, but I'm sure the voicemails will bring them out of me. Let's go. Let's roll. Guys, guys, guys. Let me be the voice of reason here. We need to calm down. Is it just a bad road team losing a road game? That's all. <laughs> we knew we weren't going to win every road game. We just got to win one. <laughs> They're clearly not going to win any at Chase. Series is basically 2-2. We'll be fine. Be back game five. Heads up, boys. It's a great fucking call. Yeah, I mean, that's... I already know how this is going to go. Thursday night, home crowd's going to be into it. Clay going to hit some threes. Pool's going to come in, hit a three, dance, stare at a baddie on the sideline. Um, it's going to be... 74 57 the end of the first half you know gonna get on here act you know like we didn't say any of these things basically cte podcasting um it's no i don't know (laughs) you drew it up man you drew it up it's gonna be a lot it's gonna be like a celebration on a game three and you know what if it isn't if they're eking out a game three win then you know we'll really know that this team is done so Let's go. Yeah. I know we got a lot. Let's go. What's up, guys? Currently calling from lovely Eugene, Oregon. I'm standing in the rain, weeping in my sorrows. I honestly feel like it's not even worth watching the games right now. Like, I watch. I just get pissed off. I wanted to send everyone into the sun, except for Moses Moody. He did good. He got offensive rebounds. I need more Moody minutes. But everyone else, even Steph nice. Steph had some atrocious turnovers. Trey, I mean, what what can we say? I don't think that was a flagrant two. 
I think that it's very telling that Isaiah Thomas, Damian Lillard, everyone was supporting him. What is the man supposed to do? Yes, his ankle got grabbed. Seemed like he did push down with a little bit of force, but where's he? His other foot's in the air. He has to land somehow. I don't know. I'm I'm pissed. Time to drink my sorrows. That's my guy. Yep. Moses Moody, the only guy that he likes. You know what? Same here. Moses Moody. Yeah. I have a I have a comment I want to pull up here that someone just asked you and me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Our guy Kirby, he's always mm-hmm. sending questions. Shout out Kirby, by the way. Uh, is this really how the dynasty is going to end? Because man, it feels over. Even if they do win the series, they'll be gas, blah, blah, blah. Maybe it's naive. But I think no matter how the season ends, unless they somehow run the table, which my optimism is not very high on that happening. I think there's a very good chance we're talking more of a retool in the offseason than a rebuild type of situation. So I'm just going to say that, but let's get to the next voicemail. Look, look, I'm I'm coming with the positivity. I trust our guys. I trust our guys. Okay. I the buzzer just went off. It's like twelve forty one in the morning. I'm in Virginia right now for work. Ooh. But I stay up for this team for what they've you know, what they've done and what they'll continue to do. We're not talking refs, we're not talking Anything, you know what I mean? Just we need some positive vibes, some positive aura, as NBA Twitter would say. Down 0-2, but I feel good going to Chase Center. I'm fucking, I was trying not to curse positivity. <laughs> That's it? He's gone? He's, he just left? You know what? I, I, I respect the manifestation. I respect it. Um. The series is not over, um, and I'm really trying not to get like existential on big picture stuff. But uh, I, I have a take. I'm going to wait to the end. So you, t- you, t- I have a oh, take on this. I have a- go, go uh, right now. Go okay, right now. now? Okay, should take off. It, no, um, one's, no one's listening in an hour fifty. Yeah, now. that's true. We're going for an hour and a half tonight. <laughs> I think the Warriors win the next four games. I, I, I do. I do. Um, oh, oh flamethrower take. Let me hear why. I think. It's not that the Kings have played this amazing series. I, I do think they've played kind of like a B to B plus, maybe an A minus effort across their two games. I think the Warriors have too much heart to go down like this to the Kings. If you told me they're losing to Anthony Davis and, the, and LeBron in the second round, they're exhausted and all that. Yeah, okay. Okay. Or if they're losing to Denver, who just looks amazing right now, I think they're coming out of the West. Okay. They lose to Giannis. Fine. I just have a hard time seeing that they don't make the proper adjustments against this team. They don't get guys to just play better, like Jordan Poole and Dante DiVincenzo, and get in rhythm at home, kind of like they what they did against Boston. Find the tweak, and then just run off four in a row. Like that, That's what I think is going to happen. Again, Like of course, I could be wrong, but I just think this team is close to winning these games. If they get into a good rhythm and momentum across the next two and win both and then finally get over the hump in game five, they're winning game six. I mean, to me, it feels like, hey, they're going to win both at home game five. Are they finally going to steal one? Because they failed to do that in one and two. So go get that fifth one. And if you win three in a row at that point, I think 
against a young team like Sacramento, you, you're probably winning that game six out of experience. So that's my take. Whew, I like it. That will be a short. That'll be cut off. <laughs> I got that one. Time stamped it. I'm ready. Everyone's about to see your face super up close. Super red. I should you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna text me, you're gonna be like, dude, my head looks huge. Head is uh, huge. Seven <laughs> seven and three quarters. Oh <laughs> uh, I think it's gonna be beat. I, I think I wear seven and five eighths. Um anyway. I think, I got, I think it got bigger through the years, you know. Anyway, all right, let's go. Who's next? Hey, Lightyears. This is Bailey calling from Oakland. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I watched the last game by refreshing ESPN.com while on a layover in Seoul, and that was more enjoyable than what I just gutted my way through. Um, I I really wish Fitz and Kalena had chilled out a little bit on reemphasizing how a team under Steve Kerr had never gone 0-2. Just uh, saying the quiet part out loud a little too much for me. Um, Fitz may have gone too far and finally truly jinxed us. Um, I don't know. I, I still believe in these guys. As long as we have Steph Curry on the team, I will not give up. But, yeah, this this has been a rough start to the series. All right, shout out to my brother who, when he called in, did not give me a shout out. Bye. No, <laughs> we got siblings listening. I love, I love it. I love it. Um, Sam, <sighs> Sam, I will. I will be watching uh, Game Four likely on a layover via the ESPN app. So, good luck to the Warriors. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, I, forgot, just... I forgot you're going. No, I'm not disclosing where you're going. But anyway, <laughs> not um, no, nowhere fun. By the way, we just got a quote from Clay Thompson. Sam, I'm going to read this out to you. Um, from friend of the show, Dalton Johnson. Clay Thompson says Jordan Poole is, quote-unquote, playing with half a foot right now. That's not great. Yeah, that's probably why he's sucking. <laughs> it's probably why he's not playing. I do though. appreciate him having his teammate there, but, uh, yes, I would prefer Jordan have more of a foot. Yeah. <laughs> more, than, more than one. More than one that's, and a half. That sucks. I mean, I probably should have assumed it was a little worse. when they When they were – going through it in pregame uh, and not saying he's going to play. Like, they're not doing that just for theatrics. It's not the regular season, you know? So, no. no. Not ideal. Anyway, let's move forward. This is Ozzy Luke from Australia. I'm down bad, boys. I'm down bad. <laughs> can, they, can they save it? Do you believe do we believe dubbed in seven? Dubbed in seven, boys. We got this. Wow, even put on the chance to rap. I haven't heard this song. I haven't that song in ages. Yeah, I mean, wow. I might have to get a playlist together for the next game. Uh, if things go sideways, you know. Get to Marvin's room. <laughs> you can, you guys can, you can sit here after game. You know they get swept or they lose in five. The Kings light the beam in game five. They win four one. I will sing it. I will sing it on this show. I promise you that I will. Sing they'll it light the show. they'll light the beam. We'll put on we'll put on our favorite emo hits. All right, let's get to the next. They're saying that was Frank Ocean. That's my bad. That's my bad. Oh, that was my bad. I'm not a Frank Ocean guy. 
By the way, nice. total total diva. Hey, I'm trying to figure out what uh, <laughs> Cancun Resort Wiggins is thinking about when he's lining up those uh, those fadeaway mid range jumpers. You thinking like Wyndham or or the Waldorf? Interested to hear y'all thoughts. That call might have been for you. You know, do you think Wiggins is a Cancun guy? Ever, oh, wait, what do I say? Everyone's a Cancun guy. Yeah. <laughs> just Can, Kyle, Cancun, Sh- Kyle Shanahan's down there with his O line right now. Yeah. Just telling him how he's he's probably better at quarterback than the guys they <laughs> got. Anyway, uh, it's, a it's a different conversation. How about Kyle uh, get an O line? How about that? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> where yeah. does Andrew Wiggins vacation? I don't. I feel like Andrew Wiggins doesn't vacation. I have a sneaky feeling that he doesn't really vacation. You know, he's very. He's gonna spend the summer in Minnesota. I don't know. I thought Wiggins played well. He did play well, um, but he's not hitting shots. Um, all right, let's let's keep moving. Hey guys, it's Mike from LA. Just want to give a big, big, big shout out to Zach Zarba for guaranteeing that victory for the Kings. Good job by them, uh, by the refs. Five on eight. Let's see if we can do it next game. Kings looked fine. I'm still not worried. Warriors in six. My guy. What do you think about the refs? Bad? Not bad? I, 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 I'm not going to get too worked about them. I got pretty annoyed with Looney getting called for that extra foul. Um, inconsistent is the best way to put it. The first half was yep. like blood sport. Yep. And then the second half, they decided to start calling fouls. Uh, and, and I didn't get that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, that, that was my biggest gripe. You freaking stole it from me. I didn't <laughs> mind the refs outside of you're going to call 60 fouls in the second half and 10 in the, I'm not sure what, was going on there. So whatever. It's yeah. NBA rest for you. Not the best. That is indeed NBA rest for you. All right. We move forward. Yeah, let's go. I want to say the series might be over, but it, I mean, I don't think it can be because of the Warriors. It just seems like they have to figure out a way to stop fouling or at least turn the tide of foul calls. If it wasn't for fouls and turnovers, I, this would be 2-0 Warriors. Uh, but with Draymond probably being suspended for Game 3, this feels like it's going to be a tough turnaround. Uh, I just, they have to stop foul. I don't know how they do this. Um, I don't know if it's the calls are being soft or if the Warriors are legitimately causing a lot of fouls. But it just seems like they've got to tur- stop turning the ball over and stop <coughs> fouling. Let's talk turnovers. Uh, your favorite topic. Um, I thought we were going to open on turnovers based off of what was an incredibly disgusting first quarter for both teams. What What are your thoughts on ways in which they can actually clean that up? Because to me, I want to say one take for you. They turn it over a lot less when they don't play both bigs at the same time. Mike Brown has them scouted a little bit. Look, they, they're always going to be a sloppy passing team. This isn't new. We had this conversation in 2015 when we started the podcast. Have it every year since, you know. So, I, I do think one thing they can do is probably stay with the smaller lineups a little more. That helps a little bit, but a lot of it's just like, is your head going to be in the game? That's one. That's the most important thing. Um, the second one is, do you remember the first play of the game? The first play of the Warriors. Game. <laughs> they yes. get the ball. They get the ball to Draymond <laughs> sideline. Uh, uh, adjacent to the free throw line, about two 
uh, off-screen actions happen for both Steph and Clay. None of them get open because Mike Brown has the uh, has the Warriors offense scouted. Draymond Green essentially stands there with the ball, not even a triple threat because his his ball is on the left side. He's not ever going to drive left, and his foot is all weird. Then he tries to throw a pass to I don't know who. I have no idea who he's throwing the ball to. Gets tipped. Kings go the other way. That's how the game starts. Yeah. The way that they stopped turning the ball over is Steve Kerr. Cut the fucking bullshit, man. Enough. Enough. Your offense is not going to work against a defense that's set up and understanding what you're trying to do, dude. Just give the ball to Steph. Even if he gets tired, just give it to him. We Let him break down the defense and then run your bullshit after. It's, it's going to work, but you got to let Steph actually create. And honestly, I blame Steph too. Steph, you got to go ahead and do that. Like he did game four in Boston and keep going back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now you're down 2-0. So, you know, if they don't do that anymore, whatever, it's on them. What am I supposed to say? And they turn yeah. the ball over 15 times. I mean, that's all on. I mean, and again, like those turnovers, like they're not Jordan Poole who like turns the ball over, but it's not him. It's Steph and Draymond. Starts at the top. You're correct, my friend. You are correct. <sighs> Let's keep it moving, Timmy. Guys, the story of the game, 25 turnovers. Nope, 25 points off of turnovers. But 22 turnovers to 14 turnovers. JP goes one for seven. Steph, the GOAT just wasn't wasn't there tonight, boys. But turnovers, what can you do with those type of turnovers? Ten combined for Steph and Draymond. And I think there was probably a couple more that they didn't even count because of shot clock violations. They got the generous, we're going to credit this to... to team or someone else so you yeah. don't have to carry yeah. it I, I think they had a combined 12 turnovers but i just you think draymond gets suspended for game three no okay all right um i would be very surprised if they go that route uh oh by the way bob myers sitting in the people seats Bob might turn around and tell him to stop. He's going to start crying. You just put your heart into it. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. You want to get to the next one, Tim? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Well, this is, uh, this is why you can't fuck around in game one and uh, play Steph 37 minutes instead of the requisite 40 to win the game. Because you never know when uh, your entire – your entire front court's going to get in foul trouble and uh, your star defensive player is going to lose his mind and stomp on the opposing center's chest and get thrown out late <laughs> in the fourth quarter of a close game. Um, game one, that goes on Kerr. Game two probably goes on Draymond. Um, I feel like he was a little a little weak to kick him out. So like maybe that doesn't happen if, you know, that happens to Steph or happens to Clay or maybe literally anyone else on the court, but – you're Draymond, you have the history. You just have to be smarter than that. What the fuck he's thinking? Oh my god. Well, I don't know. I spent the uh, the entire fourth quarter looking for a good window closing gift to send my friends um, and go drown myself in the shower. See you guys. 
That's a strong call. I appreciate it. Um, also, I appreciate Rob Nichols in the chat going hurt people. Hurt people. <laughs> Look, man, the season started out with Draymond saying that after knock and pull out, that's why I knew this team wasn't serious. And you know what? Now they're down 0-2. They're still not serious. They're still not serious. They're indeed not. Do we have one last call? Do we have one last call? Yeah, maybe I'm about to be my hottest take. Uh, might need to call in here. They lost. First time they're down 0-2 in a playoff series. But as I've heard many times before, it's not a series until the home team loses. And there's something about this whole thing that feels like, you know what? Warriors got some new trials and new tribulations to go through. I've seen them be down 2-1 in Boston with five points, you know, a five-point deficit with four minutes to go, with the crowd being so much louder than the Sacramento crowd has been. And Sacramento has been amazing. That Boston crowd was different. I saw them be down five, about to be down 3-1, and I saw them come back and, and win that game and, then, and, and not give up another game. And there are people on Twitter acting like I'm crazy, like acting like I'm truly fucking insane. The Warriors aren't losing another game in the series. They're going to win both at home. They're going to get the confidence they need. They're going to go back in game five, beat them, win their one road game because they win a fucking road game in every series they ever play. And then they're going to win game six. And we're not even going to be talking about this again. And maybe I'll be wrong, but I don't know. I might, I might put a pretty significant chunk of my paycheck that's coming up here on them winning this series uh, in six games because – there are people that are down at this core, 30, 11, 23. Couldn't be me. Uh, the game plan is going to be we're running Steph 41 minutes every game the rest of the series because we didn't play him enough minutes in the first game. He's going to be doing easy. He's going to be taking shots. He's going to be aggressive. They're going to be running the Demathis pick and roll. Dre shouldn't have been ejected. It doesn't matter. They should have won the game anyway, and it doesn't matter. I got trust in this team. They haven't let me down yet, really. Anytime they've ever lost, it's because the wheels kind of fell off. The wheels are not falling off against the Sacramento Kings. I need people to have a little bit more faith, be a little bit more confident. They've shown you enough, haven't they, people? And we're fucking getting worried over this. De'Aaron Fox is nice. He's a nice nice player, good player. You guys are getting worried over this. Fucking take a breath. Relax. <laughs> Very down. serious Mike Mikas tonight. We are not getting worried over the Sacramento Kings. The Warriors are going to win this game in six. And honestly... I'm not even stressed about it. Tough loss. We'll talk soon. <sighs> Samus Fendiari, can I read to you the series odds? Do you want to know what they are? Let's hear it, brother. Because if uh, if our guy Mike uh, bet on the series, according to Bovada, the Golden State Warriors to win the series are plus 135. Still? Plus 135. I don't know if that's updated to them being down. <laughs> being down 0-2. I, I know that they started the series minus 275. They came into this game minus, I think, 160, something like that. And now they're a plus 135, which is a little shocking, I think. It, it's a lot it's of movement. Of, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of movement based on one game. And I mean, they're down 2-0. They're yeah. down 0-2. It's... It, you know, by the way, Mike is uh, Mike is kind of the same take as me. I love that. Okay. Yeah, we'll be back.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.